25. Yes, sir. Episode 25 of the Bento Box Cast is coming at you guys hot and ready. I hope you guys are ready to chow down on this lovely anime dosage because we got to come to you guys uh, today, this week, whenever you are listening to it. But of course, let me just start off the right way. Welcome back, guys. This is a brand new episode, a brand new episode of the Bento Box Cast, the most animeist podcast of all the internet. Like always, I'm Hector. It is I. It is me. But I am not alone. I am joined by my good man, one of the most animeist guys I know in literally all the internet. He's my guy, Rafa. Rafa, say hello to people. Yay, what's up, everybody? Man, ready to do this. Hector, ready to do this once again, baby. Oh, we back at it. We back at it. We back at it. We're here coming at you guys on whatever audio platform you may so choose. We got you covered on Spotify. You know you got me covered on Apple Podcasts and, of course, any other platform associated with Anchor.com. But, of course, you won't only find us on here. You'll find us at our mainstay, our main hub, our main girl, YouTube.com. Just look us up there at Bento Boxcast and you'll see our iconic logo. So click the link, go to the page, hit subscribe, hit the bell because you want to get the notifications for every update we put out there. And before I continue with these, this intro, basically, right? You know, we, we made a statement last week in the last pod saying uh, the episode is going to be coming out on Sundays. Rafa, we decided that that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> it didn't make sense for the... May, for the, one of the reasons that we were saying, like, oh, well, we're because of this, and it's like, no, we didn't really think it out, so, oopsies. Yeah, so that was a little oops on our part, so I know for those of you that cared so much about a Friday drop, well, we're going back. I promise we're going back to Fridays, and uh, hopefully you guys are very excited for that one, but to continue. In every episode, the viewers, that's you, have a chance to add some topics, to suggest some talking points for us to discuss and the only way to have that happen is if you tweet at us at the Bento Boxcast, or if you go to our personal Twitters and tag us there via Ultra V Man, Ultra underscore V Man, which is myself, and Me Talk Anime, which is Rafa. The other option, because we always give you guys three options, the other option is to join our Discord. The link to everything, including our Discord, will be in the description down below. So definitely, definitely, definitely feel free to chat with us and get involved in our community pull up to the kotatsu we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about anime about anything really so can't wait to talk to you guys Woo. okay yes, sir. Mm-hmm. so now that we have gone through that i i haven't done this in a very long time rafa all right yeah. rafa i want to know how are you doing how how has your past week since we uploaded been been pretty good, man. Playing a lot of video games, watching some anime. You know how it is. Oh, that Working. I do. Yes, sir. Just excited to record again, man. She, you know. <laughs> I feel you. I feel I feel on that one. But you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned working because here's the dealio. One of our great friends, one of our S tier, S plus plus viewers, Mr. J, Mr. Josue Guevara, in the comments well guess what he wasn't there but he was in my twitter notifications kind of like i said guys he had us uh he sent me rather some 
interesting articles for us to talk about on the podcast. And I just really wanted to hear your thoughts on this because it is not only about an anime that we both know and love, but it's about something kind of really dope for the anime community in general. So I'm going to dive in courtesy of Josue Guevara on Monday, Jay tweeted at me and tagged me in a post saying Jujutsu Kaisen has become number two on topics trending globally on Twitter immediately after episode seven airing in Japan. Wow. That's actually kind of nutty, but here's the reasoning as to why it became number two trending on Twitter in the world. Uh, The reasoning behind it, or rather, yeah, in the world, in Japan especially, the reasoning behind it is that they were literally talking about the reveal of the sensei the trainer the teacher satoru gojo he showed his eyes that's it oh the, the guy with the with, with the, the blindfold with the, the blindfold oh they show his eyes oh okay cool yeah so that is that's the reasoning why it became number two training in the world hey man i mean have did they ever show kakashi sensei's face in naruto yes very later yeah, and I'm pretty sure that was a big deal when that happened. Cause yeah, yeah, that also did go trending. You're right. <laughs> because I I remember when when I was watching Naruto, I was like, man, why don't why don't they show their, his face, man? I want to see how he looks. And I remember looking it up like, how does Kakashi look on on, on Google? And before like that, she showed his face <laughs> and stuff like that. So you know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, Hector. Don't you know? Don't don't downplay I mean, I'm it. I'm not now. I'm not super downplaying it, but I find that really hilarious that it became number two because of well. Primarily because of the eyes, right? And how he showed his eyes and essentially showed his um, domain expansion, which you kind of find out what that is within episode seven. But, um, yeah, I mean, it. the show itself, I think, is really phenomenal. I'm very, very, you know, really, really into the show. It, it's such a good show to get into, dive into. It has great action, great storytelling, great story building and things like that. Like, you... you really get a lot of um, i guess the term I'm, I'm forgetting the term that i'm trying to say but the thing i can think of is like you get your your bang for your buck when you're watching mm-hmm. the show and uh it's really really dope i love every single main character you know yuji um the other two classmates which i'm i'm spacing out on their name on but the one that can manipulate curses and the other one with the uh the voodoo doll nails uh and the hammer like all all the main characters plus the characters that we'll eventually meet are, are really, really incredible, really fantastic. And episode seven was literally a delight. Um, so if you guys have not caught up to it, I do not want to spoil it for all you all. But other than the fact that, you know, Satoru Gojo shows his eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, I hope you guys get to check it out and definitely talk to us about it uh, in the discord because we do have a spoiler, uh, spoiler warning, spoiler beware channel where you guys can discuss and, and things like that but this episode really 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 caught my eye <laughs> get it caught my eye uh <laughs> it was great <laughs> so just to see that this something like this uh made it go to number two trending worldwide that's really really cool um first for those that aren't into anime and don't understand like the the meaning behind it like that's pretty nutty just to get number two via something like that um but i mean hey it is what it is but Rafa, continuing on this Jujutsu Kaisen uh, kind of kick, Jay also tagged me in another post on Twitter. Um, and essentially, the 
coolest thing to come out from something that I've been tagged in is to see a personal creator, a uh, personal writer of a show uh, discuss his gratitude or her gratitude towards a project that they've been working on. Um, and Toho producer, uh, or rather a quick translation of the Jujutsu Kaisen interview article with Toho producer from any media December issue um, was released when they discussed um, the show in general, and the popularity that it's been kind of growing with um, just all around the world, especially with anyone that has access to Crunchyroll or I've just been, you know, been able to, to watch it. And essentially the creator uh, came out with a, a lengthy interview and kind of just discussed how deeply, you know, thankful they are and how it's number one trending on Twitter on the day that they broadcast every week or essentially dropping you know the first the next episode or the newest episode every week um it kind of bumps up to number one that day every day or that day every week um and it's really really crazy and they're showing like such love um for the show so we're just you know showing immense signs of gratitude and just you know huge thanks coming from him and uh the coolest thing is that it says that he gained more inspiration to write even more epic scenes for the things to come both in the manga and for people that are uh, waiting for just strictly anime um so it's really really great to see you know a writer that says oh my god this is i, I see that my show or my or my you know pride and joy is getting all this love and it kind of gives them more drive to kind of get into their work and be like all right let me let me make sure i deliver and even um astonish and surprise people with with greater heights than they originally you know thought of for my show or, or had in mind for my show yeah it's really cool it's really cool to hear you know you, you um well for myself i really you really don't hear of, of like a creator or someone who's you know or their worker i think that's saying like hey you know thanks so much for all the support and things like that i mean i'm pretty sure you can see that like on twitter and stuff like that but um no it's it's cool to see most of the time um just in general, you know, some of these creators tend to kind of screw things up, you know, and say something like that, like turns the community against them. Like, for example, outside of the anime, um, J.K. Rowling, you know, the the lady who made uh, all the Harry Potter books, you know, for the longest, she was like, oh, thank you, everybody. And then she started, you know, saying some really crazy stuff on, 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 on Twitter, you know, everybody's against her or whatever. So, um yeah, I don't know why that reminded me of that, but um, no, it's it's really cool to see that this guy's like, uh, you know, it's it's saying like same thanks and everything, and and especially now that he's getting more motivated to put in even more work to really, you know, try to outdo himself for the upcoming uh, whatever upcoming stories he has planned out for the show and for the manga itself. So, that's it's sounds like the show is gonna be the one thing to watch. Yeah, I mean, especially whenever they, if they decide to continue into the next season, it's going to be really, really great. Um, and just to look forward to the future, you know, episodes and things like that. I will say, uh, I caved in <laughs> and I started reading I manga. I knew it. I knew it. It was just a matter of time. And man, oh man. Oh, oh my God. Mm. It's so good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything because it's absolutely fantastic. But, like, oh, man, dude. The, the show is only going to go up from here. I cannot wait to see it animated. I'm going to be honest. As much as I love reading manga, right, I feel like this one, 
in my experience and like and and just diving deep into the manga world and and just kind of i think at this point i'm I'm way past dipping my toes in there like i'm i'm jumping in head first into manga and reading stuff that i really really enjoy this one to me screams uh vibes of wait till you see it animated okay okay so like yeah you can get you know chills reading something I don't really get that often other than with like Haikyuu, other than with like Rent a Girlfriend, things like that. Um, but this one, this one really like, for example, I I read what happened in episode seven and what's going to happen in episode eight and nine. Um, but man, is it just so like, it's so more sick watching it through, you know, animation, things like that, than obviously reading it. I mean, that seems like something that most people would kind of just say and would agree with, but like, it is so epic to see that. Of course, some stuff is going to be skipped because they have to fit everything in 20 minutes, but, or, you know, whatever the allotted time they have for the anime. But it, it's so, like, I can't wait to see some of these action scenes play out and, like, watch some of these arcs that they're going to go through. I'm, I'm not, like, super caught up with the anime or with the manga just yet. I believe I'm, like, on chapter 60 of, like, I don't know, 100 and something, close to 200. So, um, yeah, I mean,. Trust me, like it's it's super dope. I cannot wait to see all this animated. But yeah, no surprise to anybody. <laughs> I went ahead and, and started reading it. Um, and la and you know that's all that you know. Jade's kind of tagged us in, and I'm very very thankful to Jay for doing that. But it's really really dope to see that he also likes the show. We've kind of talked about it before in the past, where like he's he's super super into the sensei and like he loves he kind of says he gives off kakashi vibes but in my opinion i feel like gojo gives off more badass vibes than kakashi did at, at the very start um uh, i mean I, I do see the kakashi comparison you know he's a he's a, he's a sensei he knows what he's doing he's kind of like leading the guy on or kind of showing him the ropes or whatever so I mean, I can see that can that can the the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did get a, his intro was way cooler than um, than Kakashi's. So like his yeah. his his fight with uh, with the main guy when uh, the main guy was uh, when he was the bad guy. I don't even know what I, I forgot the name of the oh the, Sakuna yeah the curse that was that took over his body. Mm-hmm. When when the sensei showed up and he's all like, oh, I guess I'll you know, I'll handle this, my student, <laughs> chill out. And then he just put the work in. Like that that intro was badass. That that I don't even remember how Kakashi was introduced, but like I pretty sure it was nowhere near as cool as that. Um, I feel like for Kakashi, he didn't get like his badass moment until the fight with Zabuza um the the mm-hmm. ninja of like the the hidden miss with the giant blade i feel like he didn't start getting like that huge praise well actually maybe during no like the the badassness that like go that, that gojo kind of gave off didn't happen until later at least in my opinion for naruto so yeah but i mean he definitely does give off the the badass sensei that kind of teaches the the main protagonist i mean obviously and, it's like parallel and also it could be that like um we kind of expected from 
from them now because Kakashi was that sensei, and you know he was you know silly and kind of goofy at times at the beginning. Well, he was always lost, but like you got that vibe from him. You know, he was the the pervert reading that that the, the naughty books and stuff like that. So, you know, it could have been something like, you know, at the beginning you were kind of like, um, I don't say doubting. Kakashi, but you're like, oh man, look at this loser. Like he's he ain't gonna be all that, you know. Kind of subvert subverting your expectations of him, you know, at the beginning, and then they and they kind of then they kind of flipped it on you when they start showing him showing Kakashi as as a as an actual badass he can actually do and handle himself and things like that. And it could be that now nowadays we're just so used to that that trope to that idea of that sensei who's so the who's silly and, and wacky and who's like has a good heart and you know could crack jokes and, and people crack jokes on him but at the same time um is the reason he's a sensei is the reason why he's he's the badass you know um so it could be that we just we just kind of expect it from the characters now almost you know because i remember at the beginning when i was watching naruto i I didn't think I didn't think of anything like that with Kakashi. I was just like, ah, he's just uh, he's just the pervert teacher guy. Like I didn't really care for him like that. Like, oh, he's a badass, you know. But you know, going watching, you know, the intro of of this guy, um, yeah, he was cracking jokes. He was being kind of like kind of chilled out, kind of more laid back. But you kind of you kind of knew or you kind of had the expectation of like, okay, this guy's. Because his attitude towards the situation, you kind of knew he is, he's he's a he's kind of a badass, you know. So it could be that like that maybe because of like characters like Kakashi, we, we kind of expect something like that now. Yeah, I mean, I, I fully agree with that. I think uh, whenever I think of a sensei, like or just some kind of teacher towards like characters, for example, like you know Deku and My Hero, or like you said Naruto and Kakashi, like you just automatically expect that they're gonna be some kind of badass, even if they are kind of you know quirky or 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 goofy. Um, I think it especially that's kind of tends to be the case with like um, are they called shonen manga shonen yeah, anime? Shonen. Yeah, shonen. Yeah. So, the yeah. action anyway. I I never really got that from see the I got I got that more from like Naruto, like with Kakashi or um what's his name? Jiraiya, like especially Jiraiya, just how <laughs> wacky he was. Um but the cool thing about uh, my hero, I don't really get that vibe from my hero, you know? Like um Well what about like with, the, uh with... what's his name? The Literally, their homeroom teacher, the one that's in the sleeping bag all the time. But then when he's like, eraser head. But then when he's he yeah. no, he was a badass from the start. Like he, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I, you, I knew from the beginning. He was like, no, oh, this guy's, this guy's no joke right here. Like he's, he's, he's with it, you know. Um, and that's what I was gonna say. Like for example, for example, like All Might, I never got like, oh, he's just a wacky character, or whatever. Like All Might was like, this is their Superman, you know. Yeah. From okay. The start. You know, All Might is their Superman in that world. You know, mm. so like I, I think I think it actually it's more of a compliment to my hero and then the writing of the actual characters, where you, for me at least, I can't really just pin them down as oh, it's just another, it's another type of this character, it's another type of this character. You know, it, it feels like there, there's, there's actually more to them. You know, that's that's what I get from my hero. Like for example, like all my or some of the other teachers, um, 
other than the the loud mic guy, I forgot his name, but he's he's just he's wacky. But I'm pretty sure he's he's a badass too. Um, I I never saw them as like, oh, it's another wacky character being wacky, and oh, then later on we'll find out they're a badass. Like from the start, I was like, okay, all might is it Superman? You you can just tell that, you know. Um, or another example of a trope that you commonly you commonly see in these type of shonen anime. Um, Bakugo, you're like, oh, well, that's the Sasuke of the story. Oh, you know? yeah, I, I can see that, yeah. You know, oh, that's Sasuke. That's this, He's the moody guy who's the rival, and because he's he's not as good as the main guy, he's going to betray or he's going to go to the bad side, whatever, whatever. And they didn't do that, you know. Um, as of where the anime is right now, um, Bakugo is, he's just doing his own thing. He's, he is on his own path of becoming a hero. Mm -hmm. And and it's not the same as Deku's, right? But he's not, he, he, he is not, he doesn't waver on his beliefs. Because there was a certain part in the anime where the bad guys got to Bakugo. I don't know if you remember that. Mm -hmm. But they're like, they captured him. They're like, hey, bro, like, why are you dealing with all this BS over here with these guys? Come over here with us, the bad guys, and we'll we'll show you true power. And he and then what Bible did is that he stuck to his gun and said, "No, nah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get y'all. I'm gonna capture every single one of y'all because I'm I'm the next All Might, you know." Yeah. So it's like uh, I thought I thought, I thought like, that was super cool. That this is one thing with with my hero is that they tend not to really like. There's these tropes that we expect from Shonen, and they and they're kind of not doing that. You know, or they there or there's a certain twist with these characters where we don't expect that. Or they switch they switch things up a little bit where we're like, Oh, well this is gonna happen and it doesn't happen, you know. So it's mm -hmm. really I thought that was really, really cool. Um like yeah, just just with everybody, not just with, with the teachers, with with Bakugo, with with Deku and just uh yeah, just I, I ended up talking about my hero, but my hero's such a great show, <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, go watch my hero. But yeah, that's that's I just wanna say that. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree with you. Um, I mean, yeah, like the the show itself is gonna be really great. Um, I remember the characters now. The the moody character that you talk about is Fushigoro. Uh, Fushigoro, I think is, is is his name. But um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the tropes that Jujutsu Kaisen is not really falling into that most shonen animes do. So that's really really cool. Um, to also see, so it's kind of similar to to my hero uh, in a sense. But yeah. That's uh, it for our viewer topics. But actually, Rafa, we are we're running a little late, Rafa. It's almost time for us to tune into uh, the news segment. So, Rafa, cue us in, please. It's time for anime news with our anime correspondent, Hector, and with me. <laughs> i was about to say yeah rafa does indeed have a topic but i kind of want to start off with one big juicy one uh which is honestly the only one i do have for this week uh because there are some more topics that are that, that kind of came out for news but i'm gonna be honest with you rafa they are main topic news there are stuff that i want to actually dive deep into kind of dive deep and discuss as well for the viewers and just between me and you and kind of riff and see what you think about it but for this anime news segment I wanted to talk about something really, really dope. So, I'm going to begin. Attack on Titan, the final season, broadcasts in three weeks of, or rather, since the Monday, November 15th. So, in three weeks' time, 
that'll be. Let me just look at my handy dandy calendar. Oh, actually, rather, that was Sunday when the, the post was released. But that's one, two, three. So, Nova, December 6th. December 6th is when the anime will come out and be aired. Or rather, the first episode, the final season is going to be aired. And they actually just dropped the first ever teaser for the final season. It was a quick 15-second teaser, but my god. Was it a lot. I don't know if you were able to watch it, Rafa. Which I think I, I, I did. I did see it, and I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're not it like was... fully caught up, right? Nope. And I have no idea what's happening. There was, uh... I saw Aaron for a second. There was uh, Titans falling from the sky, and just a bunch of quick images, and I, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I mean, um, it's all right. Just for somebody who has caught up, uh, I have not read the manga, so I don't know what's going to be happening. However, uh, for someone who has caught up, the show itself looks incredibly intense. It's going to be incredibly action packed, which is what it seems like. Aaron's essentially uh, running across a modern town. You know, there's, uh, like, he's, like Rafa said, Titans falling from the sky. We see a shot of Mikasa uh, with short hair. So she has cut a lot of her beautiful black locks uh, to create more of a shorter look, shorter haired look. And uh, I'm honest, like watching this 15 second teaser trailer really just makes me more excited uh, for the show itself to air. I mean, it's like I said, it's super short. It's super quick. But man, does it look clean. Um, it's something definitely to look forward to. And yeah, like this December 6th, December 7th is when it's going to be airing. So I, I am tentatively waiting for this drop. I cannot wait to continue watching this show. And maybe once it's all said and done, I'll go back and, and read the manga. Cause I know there is a huge debate about whether manga or anime is better, but I'm a huge fan of the anime. So that's where I kind of stand with the whole thing. But yeah, Rafa, I mean, hopefully this kind of just, I guess uh, lights the fire underneath you to kind of catch up with the show and, and kind of be ready for the drop. You have three weeks as of this week to, to catch up. Yeah, and I'm, out of everything anime related, my the biggest ball drop I've ever done was stop watching Attack on Titan because it's such a amazing show. You know, I remember when I was super into it myself, and I don't know, just over time I kind of just stopped watching it and. Um, Honestly, I should I need to get back into it because it's literally one of the biggest animes out there as in in, in modern times. You know, I remember when the when the show first aired and everyone was watching Attack on Titan. Not even not just you know anime fans like people who who never watched anime. You know, the the people who I would say at most watched Dragon Ball Z. And that's it. Like, everybody was watching Attack on Titan at the beginning. So, you know, it's something that I, sh I definitely need to get back into. Yeah, and I mean, um, hopefully that does kind of bring up some stuff for everybody else who are kind of in the same position as you to just kind of catch up or, or really just kind of start now. Because like I said, you have three weeks. That is plenty of time to watch three seasons, especially during the current times in the world. Mm -hmm. you you have time you can binge it <laughs> it's like it's, right. it's it's definitely a good show to for for sure to binge i think actually the way these three seasons are set up like you're it, you're gonna have a good time if you do decide to binge it from season one to season three and just kind of be ready for the the season four release 
Um, and yeah, I mean, the fact that it's only going to get four seasons kind of does suck a bit, but the show itself is just incredibly popular that I already know it's going to hit, you know, or actually probably surpass like the Jujutsu Kaisen, the, the Rena girlfriends, the My Hero, like level of anticipation and levels of excitement uh, each and every week that it drops a new episode. So, Woo. yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely see if they nail this last season, I could definitely see uh, Attack on Titan going to the history books as one of the anime. Yeah. One uh, of the top anime. If it's not already agree. there, if it's not already there, it's going to be there depending on this season. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it doesn't fall into the previous like shows that get a lot of love and I got a lot of hype where like they just kind of fall flat on their face with the ending, so... Right. I'm I'm super crossing my fingers for this man. Like I really hope it doesn't give me a <laughs> a uh, demon slayer or a what is it called a haiku anime ending. Mm. I'm gonna not haiku. My bad. Uh, what's the show that I'm thinking of? Oh, Shokugeki no Soma, uh, Food Wars. It better not give me an ending like that, dude. I'm gonna be super pissed. But cannot wait. Super excited for it. And that is actually my article, Rafa. So we can get into your lovely article that you have for us as well. Yeah, of course. Um, it's not, you know, <clears throat> it's not that big of an article, but it's uh, something I found very funny, something I wanted to bring up and let y'all know. Okay. Yesterday, this uh, article was posted on AnimeNewsNetwork.com um, and it says here, Man arrested for selling modified nude Madoka Magica figures. Okay. Now, back there, I'm a huge fan of Madoka Magica. I've talked about it many times before in the past. It's one of my favorite. Seriously, one of my top five of anime of all time. I love Madoka Magica. I love what the show does. So, you know, going through... Anime News and uh, Anime News and I to see what they got going on. I saw that. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? What is this? All right, let me take a look. So, it says here, according to the police, the suspect's bank account indicates that he earned approximately 5.8 million yen, which is about uh, $55,000. Okay. Uh, from figure sales between 2018 to 2020. So, this guy has made over $50,000 in the past two years selling fake, modified, bootleg, naked figurines, naked figures from, Madoka, from the characters of Madoka Magica. It says here, Psyche News reported last Wednesday that a 34-year-old man was arrested by Ibaraki Prefecture Police for selling unauthorized modified versions of figures from uh, Madoka Magico, pretty much, from the, uh, from the third film, specifically from the third film. All right. The man admitted, admitted to the charges, saying, I did it to pay for my living costs. Oof. Dang, that's sad. The man reportedly attached <laughs> the man reportedly reportedly attached the heads of the figures to nude female models and sold them on an auction site around August thirtieth last year. According to the police, the suspect's bank account okay I read that earlier, but I'll just go through it again. The suspect's bank account uh, indicates he earned about uh, five point eight million yen 
from the sales between 2018 2020 um, and the police are investigating further offenses mm, mm, mm. that's it that's all they got on that article right there um dang i kind of got myself sad reading that uh, <laughs> I you know mean... the guy the guy like the guy was like, "Hey man, I'm just trying to pay my bills." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> it's not like it's not like he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I like it when they naked." Yeah, I'm a fiend. Like, no, he was just like, "Hey man, I'm just trying to pay my bills, bro. I'm trying to figure it out out here on my own, <laughs> trying to do my thing." You know, screwing me up, dog. I legit like when you brought up the article. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's gonna be kind of like funny and wild to talk about." But yeah, for real. Like, he's like, hey, man, no, I'm just trying to make a living, dog. Like, if this works, yeah. it works. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, because um, I, I skimmed through it when I when I found it earlier. I'm like, oh, what the heck? Because, you know, I like Madoka Magica. It's one of my favorite anime ever, like I said. And I skimmed through it. I'm like, oh, man, look at this guy. What a silly fool out here, you know, doing up to no good, doing this and doing that. And I just looked through it really quick. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll read this. But I, 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 I guess I somehow skipped the part where he said that. I'm like, oh dang, <laughs> this guy's just trying to make it out here, and uh, now he's in jail. So, Damn, oh well. Damn, everybody just knocking his hustle, bro. Let the people who care about, you know, nude Madoka Magica characters, like, let them, let them buy his work. <laughs> but I mean, would he? Actually, I, I was gonna say, like, well, he modified them, right? So he changed them themselves. Uh, right? I think so the part well, that. The part that he gets arrested for is because, like, I guess you can't make uh, profit off of somebody else's product. So, like, for example, just using the Madoka Magica, like, name and stuff like that, like, that's, that's oh, technically okay. a big that. no-no because... already. Okay, because I was going to say, like, this is, um, this is guy who I watch on, on, like, on the internet, like, YouTube and stuff like that. Like, he's, you know what a low-call is? Yes. Okay, so he's a local. He's, he's like the, one of the like original locals. Uh, people who don't know what locals are, um, it's just you know weird, wacky people on the internet that that people follow, people watch, and stuff like that. Um, the one that I'm talking about is this guy named Christian. He's been on the internet for forever and ever. Like his life is all documented on the internet. But um, at a certain point, um, he was taking uh, like smashing amiibos. You know what the amiibos are, right? From yeah, Smash. Yeah, yeah little figurines and he would, he would use like model clay and stuff like that so he would like um pretty much change the designs of the amiibos and into his own characters pretty much you know to his own original characters that he made up and he'll sell those and he never got in trouble for it no uh he didn't tell him hey you need to stop doing that or whatever um but you know, it could be that because he made them into their own his own thing. You know, he was you know he wasn't selling, you know, a link, a modified link amiibo. It was it was just like his character as an amiibo. So I don't know. Or it could be that maybe here in the United States, there the laws are different. Maybe in Japan you can't do stuff like that. I don't know because like I can't like maybe let's say maybe you, you cut some paint in an amiibo or something. You know, and you sell it here. Like I don't know. I just, I feel like I feel like he should have gotten in trouble. Honestly, I mean, yeah, that kind of goes into the um, into the territory of what about artists that make like anime posters and things like that. You know, like the right. Yeah, let's say I, I commission our friend Nathan to create like a 
I don't know, like a great pretenders anime poster for me or just, you know, draw uh draw somebody for me and just create it and color it and all that. Like does that go into the territory of he can't sell that he'll get in trouble for it? Which I know isn't there like a law or like a rule that um some tattoo places kind of like follow or like they can't tattoo certain like uh things on people? I that I don't know. Um, I know that they ask you to let them know what you want to get tattooed, especially right now, where you have to make like an appointment and stuff like that ahead of time because of everything. So they they have an idea of ahead of time of what of what you want to get tattooed on you. So I don't know. They'll be like, hey, don't do that because you know I recently got a tattoo, and it's um, it's Squirtle, Wartortle, and Blastoids on my on my forearm. You know, so it's it's Pokemon, you know, um, but the guy never the guy didn't say, oh, we can't do that because that's Pokemon. You know, he he just went ahead and did it. You know, so yeah, I don't, you know, and also like with the conventions, you know, you go to conventions, you see people, you know, having their own like fan art, their own artwork, you know, and and they're selling that, and then that's okay. You know, nobody says anything to that. Could could it be that maybe because it's a it's an actual like figurine figurine it could be maybe because of maybe because it's a, that's the reason why i i honestly don't know my and again go ahead uh, i was i was just gonna say and again you know this is this, this happened in japan so again we we don't know what the laws are over there yeah. you know like i said over here you know it seems like it's uh it's okay over here you know because in conventions you see this stuff everywhere you know again you can commission in order to do it for you just it could be different I, I honestly don't know my only other guess as to why he got in trouble for it maybe is that uh because they're nude figurines it could be it could be yeah so like yeah like i guess it kind of goes along the line of that because like i know here uh they do sell nude figurines but it's usually on like like the big websites like Crunchyroll and things like that, and even then Crunchyroll kind of stays away from stuff like that. Like they try to do like the the edgy kind of stuff where it's like Nami with like pink smoke around her, you know, like uh, private parts and things like that. Um, but like she's essentially like you like the figurine is naked, but obviously the, like the pink smoke is covering up. It won't be it shown, won't show. but like yeah, it's like uh, it, yeah. it's they'll show everything else but that. So right yeah so i don't know i mean it really really depends uh it just depends on, on where i guess the place might be or how provocative right or or how i don't know just how it is like i guess nudity might be a big no-no and they're like hey man Madoka Ma isn't Madoka Magic magica like kids too or is it like actual adults no they're middle schoolers yeah, okay, that that might be another reason as to why. <laughs> like, uh, why are you selling middle schooler, you know, nude figurines? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks that that's how he decided to make a living, but he also made like fifty-five grand. So, I mean, yeah, man, so you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, bro. That's true. Yeah. But like at the same time, he's a grown man. He could probably go figure out work at a factory or something. Like you don't need to sell figures. Work at a factory. Hey man, sometimes you gotta be out here and you gotta deal. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta sling. You gotta sling that thing. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> that, but yeah, no, you're not wrong. That was an option. I just don't know if. Yeah, that's hey, it for well, the new set. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the new segment, and we're gonna be tuning out now. Rafa, turn off the TV. Thank you, Hector, and me for the news. I don't think I've ever closed it out with turn off the TV, but you know, normally uh, after cool. after the news, you usually say just you know you just flip the channel, go to Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. Right. Or Toonami. Toonami, you know, shout out Toonami. We, we did recently talk about that. Wow, this is kind of just a, a big jumble, huh? <laughs> nah, that's good. I want to talk about, oh, 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 I just, this just popped in my head real nice. Speaking of TV, speaking of something that you watch on the television screen, or maybe your phone screen, or a tablet, or a computer, or a laptop. Rafa, there's this amazing app, uh, this site called Netflix. Have you ever heard of it? No. You're making this a lot harder for me. Netflix is a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I was kidding. Uh, Netflix is a website or a site or an app or whatever you want to say that offers... A service. A service. There you go. Service. Great, incredible, original anime as well as tons and tons of sick movies and TV shows. But we're here. We're talking about anime, right? So... Mm-hmm. Recently on CBR.com, which is a pop culture, movie, comics, TV, anime, gaming website, they recently came out with an article literally yesterday bar, by Marcelo Garcia, who has listed the six best Netflix original anime. Keyword on original anime because there's a ton of other anime on Netflix that has been licensed for them to stream on their on their service. However, they can't. They can't, you know, claim it as a Netflix original anime. But these six are, in CBR's opinion, the six best. So we're going to be moving forward and going down the list and kind of discussing what we think about these. Have we watched them? Have we not? And, yeah, so first and foremost, we have Great Pretender as the number one anime of Netflix best original animes. Yeah, not surprised. Hmm, Okay. Um, to be honest, I kind of am. Uh, I think it's kind of, I mean, it's fantastic. I absolutely love the show. I think it's great. I cannot wait for the next season and everything, but I'm, I'm a little surprised that it's number one, honestly. Nah, I, I, I'm not, I, it's such a good show. I, it, it's such a unique, different show, you know, uh, that something like that when it catches, like when it catches like like steam, I guess. Like when it starts really getting popular, like people are gonna know this for sure. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I mean, over over some of the ones that I believe are on the list or should be on the list, like I'm a little surprised that it's number one. Uh, coming at number two is Dorehedoro, uh, which is a unique story with distinct worlds. Uh, it takes place in the whole a desolate industrial city where non-magic users reside. Uh, Dorehedoro centers on the duo Kaiman and Nikaido, who hunt sorcerers in search of the one who changed Kaiman into a lizard man. A disfigured human with the head of a lizard, Kaiman has no memory before meeting Nikaido. As the pair embark on their adventure, they find themselves targeted by a group of sorcerers and grow closer to discovering the truth behind Kaiman's past over the course of Season 1. 
Uh, I've definitely seen this on my Netflix suggested. I have had it in my list to to watch myself, but I've never actually fully dived into it. Um, it looks very funky. It looks the art style is definitely different. I know there's some scenes that are kind of a little bit CGI, so um, I've been a little hesitant on it. But I mean, Dota Dota looks interesting. Kind of surprised that it came in at number two, but that's only because I haven't watched it, and I wonder what the rest of the other ones are because I. I feel like I would have put something else in maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know if you yeah, have watched I, this yeah. show. I, I don't know a show like that at all. Um, yeah, I mean, if they say it is, I mean, I, I, I can think of other shows that could be on this list over that, definitely. I have, I have two shows in mind specifically, but I'll, I'll save them towards, um, towards the, the end. end of the, the general list, yeah. Hmm, okay, so that's number two. Number three is Baki. So we've definitely spoken about Baki before, but just to kind of give you a little brief oversight, uh, being a martial arts series, the highlights of Baki is, a f- is fight scenes, which are admittedly a bit uh, formulatic. It follows up a classic from the early 2000s. Netflix Baki continues the journey of its titular character in its quest to defeat Yujiro Hanma, the world's strongest creature, who also happens to be his own father. Despite sharing a name with the series, Baki is rather absent from the most of the action in the newest arcs. Instead, the focus shifts to his many allies who are luckily just as capable and entertaining to watch. Um, never liked the show, only because it's nope. incredibly CGI. It's it's bad. Uh, I, I a lot of people like the show. There's a bit there's a fan base behind this show, and I guess I'm in the minority when it comes to this. But I do not like this show. This show is is it's wacky in the worst ways it's it's dumb in the worst ways um they're the biggest fault against it is that the most of the fight scenes are cg and it's not it's not even good cg it's cg that really it takes you out of it and you're just like i'm just really watching some bad cg here <laughs> um and then they do this thing which i've brought up before I'm just gonna really quickly gonna say it. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. cap it really quickly. Is that they do this thing where they try to like make you be impressed or be amazed by the fighter by going to this really long explanation about how strong they are. You know, like as an example, the a volcano erupts at you know, I don't know, like the the velocity. Uh, when a volcano erupts, launches rocks at you know two thousand miles an hour, just some crazy fact that nobody cares about, and then they'd be like, uh, "Yeah, and our hero here could punch faster than that." It's like, okay, you went. Why did you? Why did you take so much time explaining some random fact just to tell me this guy could punch hard? Just show me punch hard. Don't waste my time with that. This show did that a lot, and it, it, it takes you out of it. It's very jarring. I, I definitely, definitely disagree with with that one right there. That, that I, I don't know. I don't know why people like this show. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't get into episode one, and I just hate CGI. I just hate CGI anime. I like, for me, like the quality of an anime, the the artistic style that they go with it really heavily dictates if I'm actually going to get into it or not. And then sometimes I have to kind of persevere, but I just couldn't with this one. Uh, so there's that. And especially if you didn't like it and you tend to like, you know, wacky kind of anime and things like that, like that just kind of says a lot. But that being number three is kind of insane. Although I do hear a lot of people that aren't really into anime do really like this show. Um, 
I, I just can't get behind that movement, man. Um, yeah. The next one being uh, number four on the list, High Score Girl. A show about a different kind of combat, High Score Girl travels back in time to 1991, the golden age of arcades. After Haruo runs into his classmate Akira on the other side of Street Fighter II cabinet, the two find themselves intertwined in each other's lives from the day from that day forward. Despite being pro, uh, polar opposites, a relationship sparks between the two, making for an unlikely pairing. Uh, as a, a story of romance and youth, the series is a love letter not just to the games prominent uh, in it, but the culture and relationships that bloomed, or bloomed from it. Interesting. Uh, the art style looks kind of weird. Uh, granted, the picture it's that they're CG. showing is kind of weird. Oh, okay, that makes a ton it's of sense. It's CG anime. Um, yeah, I seen I seen a good amount of these, a good amount of this this show. I don't think I saw the full season though. I ended up dropping the show. Um, I have I have my reasons. For one of the reasons is the main girl doesn't really talk. So mm. She's quiet. She mostly she's kind of just grunts and makes noises and. You know, I was just like, why, why can't you speak? Something <laughs> wrong with you? You are you special in that certain type of way? Why can't you talk? She never talks. I don't know if she talks later on, but that's where I left off. She doesn't talk. That annoyed me. And like, it's I think I think the reason why people like this show, or at least the guy who wrote this article, is because of that nostalgia feeling of like. Playing video games when you're a kid with your friends and and like being in an arcade and stuff like that, you know, because they do capture that very well in the show. When there's a bunch of kids playing around arcade machines, being hauled around, seeing who's fighting who, and you know, on that Street Fighter Two or on the Mortal Kombat uh, cabinet and stuff like that, you know, I remember uh, some of that, you know, back in the day when I was a kid. Um, so I, I feel like that's, I feel like they, they do capture that very well in the show. And I feel like that's why people like the show, you know, to, because of that sense of nostalgia. Um, and yes, it is, you know, a very a sweet, innocent, like love story involved between the two main characters. Um, but for me, it's not, I feel like there's not enough there really to really, uh, to really call this one of the best anime, original anime on Netflix, uh, especially the, especially with one of the characters who doesn't speak like that, like, you can't really, like, I don't know, it, it's just like, how am I supposed to get attached to these characters where one of them doesn't even talk, and, and, and I don't want that to be taken like, oh, well, do all the characters need to talk, like, no, like, for example, um, what's the name of that movie with the girl, she's mute, what is she does? Mute. But she can't uh, talk. I think she's no. mute. Um, and it's uh. No, she's deaf. She's deaf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm forgetting what the name of the show is. A silent voice. A silent voice where she's de- the the main girl's deaf. Um, so she can't. You really don't hear her talk that much, except for like a few certain scenes. But the way they portray that character, you, you do get, you know, how she feels, her emotions, when she's sad, when she's happy, and stuff like that. You really don't get that with this show. You know, it's just, it's just, oh, the main girl's mad, and look, she's kicking him, and now she wants to go play another video game. It's just like, I don't know, it's just, I really feel it's just a nostalgia feeling of why people are so attached to the show. Because you do see, like, old school video games on there. Like, they're playing Street Fighter 2, 
and, and stuff like that, you know. So, but not it would not be on my list for sure. Oh, okay. Oh uh, yeah, like I said, I can't say I've watched this show before. Um, especially knowing that now it's a CGI anime as well. We'll not be watching the show anyways. So, uh, number five on the list. It doesn't surprise me, but it kind of surprised me that it's low. Uh, Beastars. Uh, in the world of Beastars, there exists two groups, carnivores and herbivores. While many species have come together to form an advanced society, they do so in careful balance. The consumption of meat is illegal and carnivores are prohibited from attacking herbivores, but laws can be broken. Following the uh, maiming of, an her- of a herbivore student at his school, Lagoshi, a gray wolf, encounters Haru, a dwarf rabbit, and finds his growing feelings for her at odds with the, his primal, uh, primal instincts in a story of romance, betrayal, and identity. Beastars is... It's... Yeah, so. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, I'm kind of at a loss for words, but go ahead. I was going to say, this is Zootopia, but like more wagon now say wagger because you say wagger but like more mature yeah you know because it, it kind of follows the same themes with, with what zootopia was doing but it's but they're they don't kind of they don't shy away or kind of look away when it comes to like them having like sex and yeah the adult and... content on here is it, turned up it's there it's it's rated ma for sure like i'm pretty sure like it's ready to me it is yeah and who, if anyone's interested so yeah some of the scenes get kind of um kind of awkward kind of like almost cringe depending on the scenes um there's one specific one that i can think about that was just like man what's happening like where did this come <laughs> from you know and it, yeah. it, it catches you by surprise and it kind of sets the tone of this uneasiness that that runs throughout the whole show because it deals with it does deal with some really dark and heavy topics you know like your identity and who you are and you know what's expected from you you know um are you gonna follow down the same stereotypes that are set out before you like for example like with the wolf guy you know people expect them to be um like predators like like hector was saying they expect them to you know to eat other animals right so that that's like uh like a metaphor or like kind of doing a comparison like oh well this is this is what people believe of from you this is what's stereotyped from you are you gonna follow that stereotype type of thing you know it's really it really looks into who you are as a i don't say as a person because they're animals but like that's kind of like the point they're trying to make is that who you are as a person who who do you believe you so who you are to yourself and we follow what other people's what other people believe from you believe expect from you do you like do you follow what do you follow those expectations those stereotypes things like that um and there's a love story in there too between the little bunny girl and the wolf guy and um and it's it's it gets pretty it's 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 a it's a it's a really good watch but it's, it's interesting and just get it's get ready because you will cringe at certain times yeah and uh i i feel like i know exactly what scene you're talking about because that scene made me very uncomfortable and cringe a bit um yeah but i mean it's also because it's 
it's very interesting uh to be to be honest and 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 i genuinely think it's a really good show like i think that it's it does it, it brings yeah. you in it gets you really kind of focused on the the story and the 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 plot and everything it's like it's super super like it, it makes you focus in hard um and I feel like the cringe moments, the the moments that kind of make you uncomfortable, I feel like they're they're perfectly placed in the shows, like like the pacing of the show with the cringe moments and like the the uneasiness, the uncomfortable feeling that you get. Because like you'll get uncomfortable for an episode, and then maybe one or two episodes later you'll get uncomfortable again, and like it just keeps you on your toes. Like, yeah, oh, we're, we're, this is still a thing. So like I don't know, it kind of it kind of hooks you in pretty well, and I really really enjoy it. I love Legoshi. Um as the main protagonist, the wolf, and it's uh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait for season two. Which actually, before we we kind of continue with the final number, uh, the final one on this list, um, season two was actually just uh just dropped an official trailer for this show. It does not have an official release date just yet, but the trailer looks phenomenal. Uh, it's gonna continue a lot of what the story is kind of showing, and um, I'm super excited to see where this kind of ends off with. And yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, this kind of this whole thing is kind of nutty. This show in general is something that people should experience themselves as well if you kind of into it. But again, TVMA, uh, beware. I guess is just all I'm gonna say with that. Right. Uh, and last but not least, at number six, which this one I feel like should be number one or number two, uh, is Violet Evergarden. Hmm. Violet Evergarden is a deep dive into humanity and the experiences that link individuals together. Violet Evergarden is one of the latest projects from Kyoto Animation. Known for its breathtaking visuals, the studio does not disappoint here, with some of the most beautiful environments and portrait shots in anime. The, an- the main character is a veteran who, following the war's conclusion, decides to find a new purpose as an auto-memory doll, a traveling writer who, has- who helps others put their feelings into the words of- in letters. Uh, on these travels, she encounters countless individuals and their stories, each of which serves as a valuable lesson in developing her own sense of belonging. Um, I myself have not watched this show fully. I'm about a few episodes in, um, and then I always tend to find myself either coming back to it or uh, just kind of dropping it for a, a, some time, continue watching other animes, and then just kind of always saying, Oh yeah, Violet Evergarden is out there. Like I should watch this. I know for a fact the show is incredibly loved. Um, and even though Great Pretenders is an absolute phenomenal banger of an anime, I feel like Violet Evergarden should be at the number one spot. I would put this on my number two spot. Mm. Um, I just love uh, just the Great Pretender for me is just such a unique and interesting, such a uh, such a stylized, such a really cool anime that I would put it above Violet Evergarden. But um, Violet Evergarden, it is, um, it's one of those anime where it does, it's not rushing itself, and it's not running to finish, you know, there's a lot of these anime out there who, you know, they're, they're quick to show you, oh, look at all this action, look at all this, and look at all that, you know, really kind of going through, uh, going through the, the story really quick through these episodes, right, you know. And, you know, we've, we've, we've said it before where, you know, some of these other shows feels like, you know, they're running through the the stories and we're like, you know, we, we wish that they could you know, slow it down a little bit. Uh, this is a, if I ever is, is, is the, the, the definition of a slow burn anime, 
Um, and it's not the thing. I just I love this anime because first of all, it's beautiful to watch. It's just the animation is great. Kills her any once again knocks it out of the park with their animation. And on top of that, it is there is no. This this is why I love this show. There is no. There's no etchiness, you know, there's no panty shots, there's no, like, oh my god, don't walk in on me, I'm naked, you know, scenes, and, and, um, there's no, you know, like, lowbrow jokes, and, 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 and everybody is, yes, there is humor in the show, but, like, the show presents itself as, you know, this, we're here to tell you stories about the human but humans connecting to each other, the humans finding sympathy and empathy within each other, finding support within each other, um, really looking for that human connection type of thing, you know. Um, there, I've, I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again, there's this one specific episode on this show where it, it literally made me cry from, from beginning to end. Yeah, like I said, like I said, the last time I'll say it again, it was episode eight. Um, uh, I cried through the whole thing because the topic that they were speaking about, I somewhat related to it. Um, and then that's, that's the thing about this show. That's the biggest, uh, the best, the, I don't say the, the best thing about this show is that the way that it relates to the viewer, because yes, it's in a different world. It's in a different environment. You know, the, so, like I said, Violet, she's a veteran. She doesn't have her arms. She has, like, robot arms, um, mechanical arms. Uh, she's an amputee. And, you know, it's not, it's not set in the real world, but the, the conversations, the experiences, the interactions that Violet Ever, uh, Evergarden has with, uh, with, the, with the rest of the characters in the show are real. You get to see, so, you get to see someone who... Just like everybody else, just like myself, and I'm pretty sure Hector is trying to find their place in the world, trying to find, you know, how do they fit in in the world, trying to find, like, friendship and love and trying to find, you know, sympathy and trying to find someone who you can speak to, someone you can just just have there to be able to talk to you about, you know, maybe having a, a bad day, you just want to vent to someone or, you know, you're excited and you want to tell someone the exciting news you got, you know, just being able to connect with someone is the essence of this show, and it captures it amazingly, and it, and it's, it, and yes, it's one of the best shows, if not the best show on Netflix, but honestly, this is one of the best shows ever, just because of how, how real and how down to earth and how, how, how it truly captures the essence the emotional essence of what a human being is. Hmm. I actually really like that. I like that explanation. Um, yeah, I mean, that's honestly why I feel like it should be number one. But I, I, I see, I fully see your point on The Great Pretender. And, um, yeah, it, I mean, this show is really, really great. If you have not watched it and you just kind of want something to, to dip your toes into anime, this is a phenomenal choice. Um, it's, it's great. Oh, it's so yeah. Great. So like, if you if you have never watched anime before, if you get anything from this episode of the Benson Boxcast, it's to watch Violet Evergarden. Now, I I kind of mm. am a little bit of a hypocrite because I have started but have not finished it. But I already know how much love this show gets, and in just the 
the one to three episodes i think i've watched of it like it's really really good so definitely check it out and also check out the great pretender it's really really good too yes definitely check those out um but yeah those are marcelo garcia's and cbp cbr.com's opinions on the six best netflix original animes i i have three shows that i would put on my list that he did not put on Mm, okay well would you want to give us these three shows with a brief description of each sure um the first one is called my uh sorry it's called little witch academia it is about uh, let's let's say if they took harry potter and touched and had it and they mix it with like like the magic of like kind of like disney you know if that kind of makes sense it's 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 lighthearted and it's fun and it's cute, it's, um, but also it it doesn't. Ah, I'm trying to see how could I describe it. Um, it's pretty much like the this 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 witch or this girl who wants to become a witch as she goes to school. Like that's like what the whole Harry Potter thing is. Like she goes to a school of witches, but she's not like the best at it. <laughs> she's a really, she's a pretty bad at being a witch. So it's a lot of funny scenes with her kind of messing up with with using magic and things like that but it's it's a very heartwarming story there's a movie and then there's a series mm-hmm. they're both really good they're i i would i highly recommend it the animation is great um uh it, it, and it's by studio trigger which you know they do great work uh-huh. and it's just it's it's a really fun really it's a really fun anime it's really it's really great moments in there, and uh, you like the characters. The characters are a lot of fun. It's just a really good, fun, kind of PG-esque anime that deals with magic. Um, from there, I have uh, Dragon Pilot, Hisoni, and Matsu-san, which I've read out before. Um, I I think I think I recommend you this for anime swap. If not, it was more it was a slept on anime. I don't even remember that, but it was about the the dragon pilots. You know the the. Oh, the... I do remember that. You did. Uh, you brought it up, but you did not recommend it. Okay. Um. Have you seen any of it? Oh, actually, no. I'm wrong. You did. It was for anime swap. You did tell me to watch it, but I do remember it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and this is this is considered a Netflix original because Netflix has the rights to stream it. That's why it's an original Netflix show um it's studio bones works on it or worked on it. it this show is just it's such a unique and different show because such a it's such a weird premise but it's like the the weird premise is what kind of brings you in like what is this show but you stick around for the characters you stick around for the story um and and this story has a lot of heart and you really care about these characters and it's also really funny, and the ending is one of the best endings I've ever seen. The 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 ending song credit part is like one of the best I've seen. Um, and definitely this one, def like you can argue with, with you can argue with me about the other two, but this one definitely, definitely, definitely should have been on this guy's list. And I'm pretty sure he hasn't he didn't see it, he didn't see it at all, or he, somehow it went under his radar. I'm assuming, but it is B and A, brand new animal. How does he not have this on the list? Hey, do you know what I'm talking about? No, actually. 
we talked about it. BNA. It's what with the, oh. the little Oh. I didn't think of BNA putting it on this list. How did why, right? isn't, How did why not... isn't this on the list, actually? No, I didn't think, like. Right. BNA it, was how... good. It was actually it's, really good. It's really good. It's really, really good. And it's a Netflix original. I don't know why he didn't have it on the list. That's what I'm saying. He must have went under his radar. He must have not watched it for whatever reason. This is a top-tier Netflix anime right here. And it, and it also has the same Zootopia vibes. It doesn't get as mature as um, Beastars, okay? But it still deals with the same type of topics of, you know, your identity and who you are and things like that and how you fit in into the world, you know, because they, there's prejudice against, you know, like the animal beast guys like human beast guys mm-hmm. and then there's like the regular humans who the regular humans hate the beast guys and there's a whole thing going on with that it's a great story there's the, the 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 twist towards the end you kind of don't see it coming and the animation again by trigger smooth top notch animation you love the character i love the tanuki girl the main girl she's my favorite um the wolf guy he's such a badass it's just it's a great show and it, this is one of those rare shows where the english dub is as good as the japanese dub so i have no idea what is not on the list this guy has failed this list for not having this on there you know what else i would probably add on that list that wasn't or i would take some stuff out of there um i don't know if we could classify this as an anime but castlevania yes it is so yeah, so Castlevania I feel like would be Doro Hedoro or any of the other like side ones that we didn't really understand why it's on there. Or is Seven Deadly Sins a Netflix original? Yeah, yes it is. So why isn't that on there? That's like one of the biggest Netflix anime shows That's the ever. Biggest one too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I completely forgot about Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, you're right. That should be on there too. So like that's why it's like. I I I'm sorry, CBR.com, but I think this list is uh, fake news. It is. It's bonkers. It's stupid. It's dumb. That's actually really really dumb. The fact that Violet Evergarden and uh, well, I mean, Great Pretender makes sense, but yeah, I mean, that's actually like he, really he, nutty. He he, he hit the like ball. two. Yeah, he hit like two of them. Violet that's Evergarden actually... and Great Pretender, but like, yeah, it, there's so like, much uh, better. Isn't like Kakeguri also like a big one too? Yes, it is. So that's like, really good too. And Devil Man Crybaby, like, there's so many. That's also rich. That's also another one too. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's like, what are you, what are you doing with this list, guy? I don't know, yeah. man. Uh, I, I cannot. I think two out of the six are fantastic. Great Pretenders and 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 well, I mean, B Stars really good too. But I wouldn't put B Stars in the top. B Stars is really good too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. No, I would say half. Yeah. Half of the list is 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 wrong. So I would put B Stars out there. Okay. Really good so yeah, I mean, yeah. So along the lines, like you know, two to three of these are actually really, really great, and then the other three are like, why would you even put it up there? I the only reason why I feel like Baki's up there is because so many non, like the the surface level anime fans watch Baki. If you know what I'm saying. Now this could be kind of really mean to say, but I feel like a lot of people who who like anime, who are really into anime, aren't gonna put Baki in their top five, top ten. I I don't know. I just for for whatever reason, Baki just has that fan base. People just love that show. Yeah, and that's why I don't I'm surprised. I don't get it. There's so much better anime out there. There's so much better fighting martial art anime out there than Baki. So I I don't get it. I don't get why 
people love that anime so much. Um, but for Netflix originals, there's there's so much way better stuff mm-hmm. than Baki. Baki is bottom tier, bottom tier anime. I don't get why people like that show. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think that I think we've hit the nail on the head on this one. Uh, clearly, this article's wrong, at least in our opinion, and, and maybe in some of your guys' as well. I feel like a lot of people would be along the lines that uh or at least on the agreeing side with us with this one there's so many better shows that they could have added to this list um so cbr.com you know expect some emails coming from our fans you never know Mm. (laughs) rafa and me will be sending you one from the bento box llc email believe it Mm -hmm. uh and Mm -hmm. speaking of believing it rafa nice i like it that was that was off the off the chain off the hook off the cuff guys I have huge news, some that might make a lot of fans very, very happy, and honestly, some that might make some sad, uh, because honestly, I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit sad at hearing some of this news, but one of the biggest news in all of anime this past weekend is that uh, Masa, <clears throat> one of the biggest anime news in this past weekend uh, recently came out that Kishimoto, which is the original writer and creator of Naruto, will be taking over as the lead writer for the Boruto manga. Um, I'm actually incredibly surprised, and here's the reasoning as to why it will be taking over. Uh, The official Twitter account for Kishimoto's Naruto franchise revealed on Monday that Boruto manga story writer uh, Ukiyo Kodachi will retire from the manga, and Kishimoto himself will take over as story writer. The Twitter account stated that the change was planned from the beginning. Kishimoto will take over the role, staying uh, with the fifth, uh, starting with the 52nd chapter, which Shushua uh, Shuisha will publish in the December issue of V Jump on November 21st. Kodachi thanks fans on Twitter for following his work on the manga until now. Kodachi and Miko Ikemoto launched the Boruto sequel manga in the Weekly Shonen Jump in May 2016. And the manga ran monthly in the magazine. The manga transferred to uh, V Jump magazine in July of 2019. So, some sick stuff. Uh, I'm incredibly, incredibly excited to continue watching Boruto, to continue reading Boruto, because honestly, a lot of the huge stuff that happened in Naruto was thanks to Kishimoto himself. So I am, I'm so excited to see what Kishimoto, Kishimoto can do with his original. You know, technically this is the baby of his baby. You know. And uh, right. I felt like it was kind of wrong to give it to somebody else and kind of be like, hey, run it. But, like, man, like, I, I genuinely cannot wait to see his work. That being said, though, Kodachi, I think, and and Mikio Ikimoto did a fantastic job on, job on Boruto manga itself. I think um, where we're at now currently is, is incredible. I'm super excited with how those things are progressing. Um, I don't know fully how much kishimoto had his hands in the pot for this project because i don't know if he you know said hey i I want naruto to die um i want x and y to happen to boruto i want this to happen to boruto i want these characters to surround him and things like that like i want to i want to see how much he had or how much involvement he had in the in the actual you know production of boruto and the manga itself and the story writing so to see him kind of come in 52 issues or chapters later is kind of really crazy because so much can happen in 52 chapters. I want to see where this goes. And the cool part, in my opinion, is that Boruto, or rather, Naruto kind of picked up on its 
badassness uh, towards the Shippuden arc. And technically, with the way things are going with Boruto, we're getting to the point where a time skip's going to happen. Uh, so mm. I, I'm, I'm super excited. So technically, we, we might be able to see, at least in my opinion, Kishimoto's best work, which is Naruto Shippuden, which was after that original time skip. And now we get to see it again, but for Boruto. So if all the theories and all the, you know, everything that's going on Facebook, Twitter, and things like that saying like, oh, we're, we're expecting a Boruto time skip. If we're getting to that point and Kishimoto comes in um, around the beginning of that, if not trying to set up for this time skip, I think I'm going to be really excited for Boruto coming forward or uh, moving forward. So, yeah, I mean, I know you are somewhat of a fan at the very least you've watched naruto you know it's one of the introductory animes that kind of got it you into anime so i don't know how you feel about hearing this um obviously this means that the boruto manga is also going to be following a lot of the path of naruto hopefully not necessarily a ton of the filler stuff but if they are give us really good filler and not some of the really bad filler that they kind of gave back in the day so yeah i don't, I don't know how you feel about it rafa let us know Oh, it's it's cool to see that um, the the OG guy is gonna be able to you know work on like you said his baby's baby right the grand grandpa is taking over um, yeah I watched the first uh, the original Naruto I watched that and I watched uh, some some good amount of Naruto Shippuden I didn't finish it I ended up falling off of it. Um, but what I've known and what I've seen, um, Naruto just get it just got better and better as it went. It got crazier with the with the ninja wars and with Naruto. Um, I don't even know what the, I don't even know what they're called, like the sage mode or whatever. When he when he turned all yes, orange, sir. Uh, like he just it just got crazier and crazier. Everything with Ochimaru and you know a lot of fan favorite characters ended up dying. It just Naruto really really got bonkers crazy. As mm-hmm. it went on, but but like good bonkers crazy, you know. I, I just I just wasn't there for the ride. I was, I was more like, you know, I was watching you guys ride the roller coaster, and I was watching the roller coaster outside <laughs> of the line. Like, wow, look how look how cool it is, you know. Um, but it, it's really cool to see, and it, and it sounds like what you what you were reading is that they they always had this planned out, you know. They always had the they they always had this plan from the beginning where um the main uh grandpa over here that's what I'm calling because I don't I don't remember his name um was gonna come in at a certain point and kind of take over right like that sounded like that was the original plan anyways so um I feel like maybe he will he's always been kind of like in the loop of what's happening with the Boruto story right because they were already planning planning on him coming in later on anyways to take over so most like maybe he maybe he he has kind of had Maybe he's had a you know somewhat of a say like oh how about we do this or how about you guys take it this way so then you know when I get my hands on it I could kind of do this with it you know maybe maybe they had had discussions before where they talk about stuff like that so mm, okay yeah I mean I don't know it's just crazy to me because I do love I love the show I love everything about Naruto I love everything about Boruto um, except for the filler but that's yeah I mean, a big majority of people feel this exact same way um yeah but i mean yeah boruto has in my opinion been really really great in the manga so if he did have his hands in the pot that's really really insane for kishimoto to think all right let me kill off my <laughs> my my pride I mean, and joy I... 
yeah, and then kind of rolled in with his with his son and the the next generation, which I mean, it adds character development, so cool, I guess. And hey, this is it's... the it's the Boruto show. It's it's not Naruto anymore, so it makes sense. Yeah, um, take a page out of uh, out of JoJo, kill off kill off your main guy. <laughs> exactly, and I mean, hey, JoJo's still going on, so. Yeah, so, Jones is the '80s, <laughs> so there you go. Um, I mean, yeah. So I'm I'm super excited to see where Boruto goes from here. Um, Kishimoto just has this unique, just penmanship and everything, like flowing through him. Like he, I think he'll he'll kill it. Obviously, if he did so great with Naruto, then a ton of his fans. I know for the for the at least for the people that kind of fell off right from Boruto, this might introduce like reintroduce them to the show and says so like you know hearing this news will be like oh kishimoto's doing it okay let me let me try to tune back in or let me give it a shot again um so hopefully that is the case i mean boruto's already a huge 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 show and huge manga so it, there's literally only pluses to him coming on so that's super super dope super exciting and and hopefully that kind of I, I mean i was gonna say hopefully that makes it even better but i, I don't have a doubt in my mind that it will yeah and yeah i mean that's uh i feel like that's it for this but we do have something very special planned it's time to get right into anime swap oh my god <laughs> like i said rafa i felt like there was like a like something special we had to do for this anime swap, but I didn't remember. But I feel like that was only because the last two anime swaps have been kind of just all over the place. So like right. this one just felt like it was like, oh wait, we had something cool planned out, right? But it's like, oh wait, no, we didn't. However, no. uh, I'm gonna jump right into the show that you gave me because I'm gonna be honest, I had seen clips of this show, like surface through Twitter and through Facebook, and I'm like, yo, this this show looks insane. Um, and you gave me daily lives of high school boys. Yep. The reason. So, okay. I figured out why I stopped watching this show around halfway through episode one. And that is because there were, I looked up the season that this show came out and there were a ton of other shows that came out around that time that I was more kind of focused on. And this one just ended up becoming a back burner anime, which I never got back to. So, when I watched the episode 1, 2, and 3, I actually found myself laughing a decent amount. Like, this show did not necessarily disappoint, but at the same time, I was not expecting much from this show. Um, mm -hmm. When I had got to the point halfway through episode 1 where um, the one of the main characters shows that he actually shaved off his nipple because he saw his razor and he, he was thinking, why do guys have nipples? Uh, I got to that point and I'm like, oh my god, it's this show. Because I remembered <laughs> yeah. this clip. And, I mean, yeah, I'll just read you guys the synopsis of it. So, for those of you that have not watched it or are curious about it. It says, Daily Lives of High School Boys. Join uh, Tarakuni, Hidenori, and Yoshitake as they undergo the trials and tribulations of life in high school. Each episode presents the boys and their classmates in unique situations that you may or may not have faced in high school yourself. You'll laugh, you'll cry but hopefully laugh more. You'll be astounded by the zany antics and the Sonata High School community. Um, and zany is a great way of explaining this show because it was yep. honestly all over the place. Uh, and it's I won't say that I'm ex like incredibly excited to the point where I'm going to continue watching it tomorrow, but I definitely want to finish this show. 
it seems like one of those where it's like it's so goofy that like like i said i had very low expectations for this show because in my head i'm like okay i kind of stopped watching this show a long time ago halfway through the first episode so let's see why i did this and then i'm like this show is actually pretty good so uh, i would say you kind of you you hit this one you knocked this one out the park rafa because i was not expecting much from this show and and yeah i'm not gonna say it's in the top echelon of the shows that you've recommended me but it's up there like it's definitely higher up i say uh high mid-tier mid-tier of the shows that you've sent me so yeah cool no i'm glad you enjoyed it i that's 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 what i was hoping for because it's uh it's like i said it's a straight wacky comedy straight funny stuff going on there um you recommended me i have the name right here where is it how not to summon a demon lord um and while i was watching the first episode similar to you i had a deja vu moment and i was like oh yeah I remember watching this first episode. <laughs> and oh yeah, I remember why I stopped watching this first episode. Um I didn't like this at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. I don't okay, so I've said it many times before. I am not a big fan of Isekais. Right? This is an Isekai. Especially when it's like fantasy Isekai, that also I'm just like, ugh. I just it doesn't really catch my interest, right? So that's this that's what this show is. But like the biggest fault, the biggest thing about this show that I just don't like, it is it's an edgy harem. And like just watching it, I was just like rolling my eyes and like, oh my god, really? You're gonna This is what we're doing here. Okay, fine. So, like, I remember, so I remember the first episode where, like, there was a certain scene where the guy, the main guy, well, anyway, so let me, let me just give a little bit background. So, like, the main guy, he, he's like a nerd uh, guy playing like a computer game, and then he gets brought into this world where he is himself, like, the, the, so his character in the game is who he is in this world. And he's like super powerful, and he and he somehow gets locked in. Like he's kind of binded to like this elf blonde, this uh blonde elf girl who has like giant titties, and like this little like flat-chested cat girl, and they're like kind of like stuck together. And then like, so like they're they're pretty much a party, pretty much right. They're a group, and and then so they're just. And, and and really the show it what I would kind of describe the show is just like you're just kind of waiting for the next action scene. That's just the way that I was watching this. I was just when 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 it wasn't edgy, when it wasn't harem stuff happening on the screen, I was just waiting for it to show up. You know, I was just there bored, like uh, okay, well I'm just here waiting for the next thing to show up, and then it shows up the, the edgy scene, and then I'm rolling my eyes like uh, like I just this I just this is not my type of show, you know, and I and I've never really been into uh, harems, especially edgy harems. Never there, 
really never really been my thing. Um, for me to really get into like an etchy hair, it they have to be it has to be super different, super unique. Like my like Monster Masumi. That that was just <laughs> that show was just so weird and crazy that it actually caught my interest. But this show, I just I don't know, man. It, I wasn't really feeling the show. Like for example, with the first episode, there was that one scene where like the guys like blowing into the like the cat girl's ears. Remember that scene, Hector, when they're, like, laying in the bed? <laughs> I do. And she's all there, like, she's, like, over there orgasming and, like, losing her mind. I was just, like, I, I just, I just felt awkward. I just, like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, I was, like, I was, like, I was, like, clutching my pearls. I was, oh, like, my God. Like, what I was, like, what am I watching? What is this? You know, I just, I just, I feel weird, you know? And then, so, like, that. That's that's when I when I originally watched the show. That's when I stopped watching. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to watch this anymore. I don't want to watch this 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 garbage. That's that's what I said to myself a few years ago when the, when whenever this aired. But we re- rewatching it for Anime Swap this week. Um, I, I I I powered through it. I watched it all. Then then episode two came around and it opens up. Out. <laughs> I was like, I was like, really, y'all? Like, we're just gonna go ahead and get into it. I'm like, you know, what? might as well just get into it. Fine, whatever. It, it opens up with the, with with the, the three main guys, right? The the demon lord, the main guy, the big titty elf girl, uh, and the the flat-chested cat girl. They're all in the same bed, right? The each girl are barely wearing anything, like like barely wearing anything. And the guy kind of does, he kind of like stretches like, ooh, like, good morning, y'all. And like, he somehow puts his hands on on each of the girl's titty. And he and he's all like freaking out like, oh, man, what am I grabbing? But he's like, he's still grabbing. Like, it's not like, you know, like maybe, maybe you know, when you reach something, you touch something, like, oh, man, what is that? And you kind of like flinch away from it because you don't know what you're grabbing, right? <laughs> like an actual human reaction, you know? Just Instead of doing... This, instead of doing that, this guy just kept. What is this? What is this bag of of of, of like juicy fat I'm squeezing? What is this? Why is it so squishy? What is this? You know, and he's just going in, like literally going in, grabbing. You know, like like he's searching for popcorn or some shit. I don't oh, know. He's man. he's just he's going in, like massaging this boob, right? And the girl's asleep, which is sexual harassment, because the girl's asleep. She did not give consent. Okay, I don't care. I'm going to point this out every single time, Hector, because. Because anime is beginning, they've been getting away with, with too much b- BS, okay? And this is some of that BS. So man is just going in, massaging the titty, right? And and then <laughs> and and then I I'm literally looking at the time factor because it's like it's, this is this is the scene. It's you you see the hand and it's just straight up. You see the hand grabbing the titty, cuts the hand, making a wacky crazy. He's like. Whoa, whoa. Cuts back to him massaging the titty. Cuts back to him going, oh my god, oh my god. Like, that's literally for two minutes straight. That is the scene. Back and forth. And, and then and then sometimes he cuts to the other girl where he's grabbing her her titties where she doesn't really have any because she's flat-chesting. That's, that's the running joke with her, right? So it cuts to the other girl, and you see him kind of touching her chest. And it cuts to him, it cuts to his face, and he's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just like, what is this? What am I watching? <laughs> you know? And then and then, and then, then the girls wake up, and they're like, oh, my God, what are you doing? I'm like, why are you in bed with him in the first place like that? Uh, like, 
you know, and then, and now you wake up, and you're like, oh my god, get off me, you're like, really, you, first of all, you're wearing nothing, and you're just gonna get in bed with him, like, it's just like, and the bed's not that big, you guys are literally, like, right next to each other, it was, it was just, it was frustrating to watch, so then, the, the show continues on, I'm bored as hell watching it, and then the next thing you know, she, the, elf, the elf girl's sitting on top of this guy's lap, and he's just going in, touching her boobs, and I'm just like, this is, this is what the show is. This is this literally what the show is. Just man, the man grabbing boobs, sexually harassing these characters. And then I was like, okay, well, episode three, here we go. Might as well finish this off. You know, I'm already in two episodes. And then where I'm where I'm here, and I'm expecting more etchy BS situations to happen. Episode three literally had like nothing in there. I was like, okay, so you're gonna set me out to expect something that not even, not even follow through in episode three, whatever. Episode three, he like, there's like a fire dragon type thing that he fights, and like they kind of show off his powers or whatever, and they kind of go on like this adventure. I didn't give a single f about the story. I did not care anything about these characters. I didn't enjoy this at all. And the parts where it was edgy got on my nerves more than anything. This, this, this is not, I did not have a good time watching this show. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised to, to tell you. It's just sure. like, not very surprised at all. I don't know, man. It was just like, come on, man. Like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It was, it was just very frustrating to watch. It was very frustrating to watch. Well, and I was like, and like, and I agree. I was like, yeah, I agree with myself back in the day. <laughs> I dropped it then, and I should have dropped it this time too. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes sense. They, I could honestly say that show is definitely more etched than anything. Um, it's literally just all etched. But I mean, I, I will say it, some of the fight it. scenes are kind of cool. Very that's little it. of them, though. Very little. Um, it's, it's literally the show. It's it's etchiness. It's panty shots. It's is every other girl has every other girl either has giant boobs or have or don't have boobs at all. Like there's no normal in between. You know, they just have giant boobies running around. Panty shots left and right. Um, sexual harassment like like it's nothing everywhere. And then like yeah, it has cool fight scenes, but it's like it's that generic. Isekai fantasy fight scenes, like with the with the with the main guy is super powerful and he can destroy things in one hit. It's like, what? I I guess the main selling point here is the etchiness, but for me, who's was not the biggest fan of etchy, you really there's really nothing for me to attach to here. Okay. We so, we yeah. we respect that. I, I'm not really surprised. Like I said, however, we can get right into our next predictions. Hopefully. Uh, you'll you'll like this one a lot better, <laughs> a lot better than than you know how to not summon a demon lord. Um, I have for you this week, Rafa. I know I told you one before, but I want to see if you actually have watched this before. Have you watched the show called Say I Love You? Say I Love You. I don't. It think is so. on Hulu. Uh, it is called to uh, well, it's called "Say I Love You," and the synopsis of it is: "To trust is to set yourself up for failure." That's the lesson May Tachibana learned when her heart was broken. She found a solution: 
Never make any more friends. It's not as Wait. easy. I think I have seen this one. It's like with a girl with like brown hair, right? And there's brown like hair and black with... hair. Yes, I have seen this one. Okay. I've seen all of it. I've seen all of it. So, I'm glad I kind of asked that question beforehand. But I know for a fact you did not watch my other recommendation, which is Tokyo ESP. Yes, I have not seen this. Yeah, Tokyo ESP was my other suggestion I had it for you, but I kind of wanted to switch it up because I, I figured you would like Say I Love You. And if you've watched the whole thing, then clearly like you'll it. like Say I Love You. Yeah, so, okay. So, Tokyo ESP. This show, I watched it quite a bit ago. Uh, it was really interesting. It is also on Hulu. Tokyo ESP starts off, or rather the synopsis is, Rinka is a poor student struggling to support her father. Her world changes after witnessing a flying penguin and a school of fish swimming uh, through the air. When one of the fish passes through Rinka, she suddenly develops extraordinary powers. Ooh. So it's really, really dope. It's really interesting. Obviously, the the title of it is uh, Tokyo ESP. She runs into a lot of funky characters um, and uh, some you wouldn't expect. So, I mean, this show is, like I said, it's, it's very wacky, but it's also a TVMA action TV series. So, Ooh. yeah. So it's definitely something to look forward to. Um, to be honest, seeing this, maybe kind of rewatch it again. Uh, but yeah, I really am really curious to see how you feel about this one. So, uh, we'll, we'll see moving forward next week. what do you think about it? For sure. For sure. Um, and I had one originally for you, but throughout the podcast, I changed it and I'm going to have you watch dragon pilot because it's a really good show and I want you to watch it. And that is found on. It is. It should be a Crunchyroll. Should be. It's no. It's on Netflix. <laughs> what am I talking about? It's on Netflix. That's the whole reason I came up. It's on Netflix. <laughs> okay, I'll look it up. Oh, that's the that's the one you talked about, right? The one with the uh... with the dragon pilots. Yeah. So it's um. <laughs> dragon is... pilots. The one with the dragon pilots. Yeah, the one with the dragon pilots. <laughs> the the pilots with the dragons. Um, this show is about really quickly is about the there's like a section in the Japanese Air Force. A special section where it deals with um, like so like so there's regular like like aircrafts right mm-hmm. like jets and there's special aircrafts where they're actually in the skies are dragons right mm-hmm. which is wacky it's, it's like what what are you talking about it's one of those anime plots that you just you just have to buy in you know and just just accept it for what it is and you'll enjoy the show um, it's a and you, and you pretty much just watch the these characters because like to to be able to get into the the actual like dragon because like you climb the dragon like eats you and you're inside the dragon and that's how you pilot it you know if that makes sense so uh, you're like so you're inside its belly and you and you and you're you're able to fly the dragon like that so kind of like a like an aircraft um, but for the dragon to for you to be able to be in to be able to fly the dragon, the dragon has to accept you. Like you have to be like like a friend with the dragon, pretty much. Because if you're not, the it's like the body like his stomach acid will eat you alive, pretty much. So like you so these characters, the main characters, these girls have to bond with the with their specific dragon so they can be able to 
um, be able to, you know, fly the dragon itself. And there's a whole story of reasoning, like, why are they doing it? And, you know, all is it like this? The, the show gives you the, the enough information in the background of why, why is this a thing? Why is it happening? Certain things like that, you know, um, and it does it really well. It's very well paced. Um, the jokes are funny. The character, you, the, these characters are super likable. The the main girl, she's my favorite. Um, and and there's it's a very there's a very nice, really really great story behind uh, the this super super weird weird premise. There's a really great story behind it. Um, and the visuals are it's light, it's soft, it's really it's a very heartwarming story. And the ending song is one of the best ending song credit scenes I've ever seen. So it's, I feel like oh, I hope you enjoy it, man. It's just seriously, this is a very underrated show. This show is seriously underrated. So I can tell you right now, I just watched the like the little bit of the teaser for on Netflix, like when they show you kind of like, hey, this is what you should be expecting in the show, and it looks really great. I actually really like the art style. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm excited to, to watch this. I'll definitely tell you guys about it next week uh, when we kind of get into it. But I mean, yeah, I it looks good. Um, it it I'll be like it, man. This is I, I mean, for the most part. There's very few shows where I'm like, man, I hope he likes it, like because I like it so much. This is one of those shows. This is one of those shows. I I just, I, just, I I love one. I love this show. I hope you like. I hope you like it at least, man. Because I, I honestly, I'm honestly, I'm telling you, bro. This is an underrated show. People don't know this show where they should. How about I say I, I never heard of this show until you brought it up for like the three shows um, that you wanted to add to there. But yeah, I mean, uh, that is it for this week of anime swap. This is that is it for this week in general for episode twenty five of the Bento Box Cast. It ended up becoming quite a lengthy one, and I'm kind of glad. Um, it was a good one. I just I just liked it in general. It was a good episode. I felt good about yeah. it. Uh, hopefully you guys feel the exact same way and enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to leave a comment down below. Tell us something. Enjoy the episode if you guys did. And then obviously just kind of get in the conversation with us. Give us some of your top uh, picks for the Netflix. What would you change? What would you add? What would you omit? What would you have done differently? Right? And then yep. also, of course... Tell us how you feel about uh, Kishimoto taking over as the writer for Boruto Manga and anything else we talked about, Attack on Titan, and any other news segments that Rafa brought up, uh, that Rafa brought up, and anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely, definitely comment down below, tag us and stuff on Twitter. And, yeah, let me give you guys the proper outro before we do. But even then, before I get into that, Rafa, do you have any final shout-outs to give? Oh, of course. I, I just want to say... I just want to give a shout out to GeekJar2000, the play pod with Alex, John, and me. I also do another podcast. Technically, I did two podcasts with them um, over there uh, at GeekJar2000. That's the name of the channel. Uh, and uh, we have our weekly podcast where we talk about uh, TV shows, pop culture, but mostly about video games. Um, it's on YouTube, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts. Go check it out, guys, if you guys enjoy that. If you want to hear more of me, uh, I'm over there, it's more loose. Uh, you know, we, we curse over there. We, we uh, Some of us say some kind of really out there things. You know, it's more of a... It's more of a... What's the... You know, you know that word cluster F? You know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a cluster fudge. Yeah, it's a cluster fudge, but in a good way. <laughs> 
but in a good way. It's a lot of fun podcasting with those guys. Um, the vibe, it's a different vibe for, between me and Hector here, you know, for sure. But um, not, there's nothing against. Not, I'm not trying to take away anything from either 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 podcast, right? Um, it's just a different podcast with those two knuckleheads over there. So if you wanna. Uh, listen to a bunch of dum dums who don't know anything about video games, but pretend like they do. Go listen to that; it's a lot of fun. Um, we also have uh, the uh, does the hold up movie podcast that's specifically only on uh, the audio platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where we go uh, and watch old school uh, classic movies that that like people know, and we give our opinions to see if. You know, does it hold up to you know today? You know, in modern times, is it still it's is it still a good movie as you know as people remember it, right? Um, first episode that just came out a few weeks ago was uh, The Matrix. Uh, spoiler: This is a little quick hint. I was not the not the biggest fan of that movie. I'm uh, and I'm still not, but uh, yeah. And the next episode that should be coming out, I think, in a week or two, um, we're going to be reviewing Saving Pride Ryan. So uh, that's that's going to be a, a fun episode to talk about, you know, because uh, uh, what I remember, I haven't seen it recently, but what I remember, I really enjoyed that movie a lot. So I'm going to have to watch it again, see how I feel about it nowadays. Um, and speaking of uh, Alex and John, all, they also have... A a t-shirt company with our friend Nathan at Natunes on Twitter. Um, so they they do custom print tees, custom uh like fits, stuff like that. You know the hoodies and all that other stuff. Um, t-shirts. So uh, at three up prints. Dot com that's their website so if you have any specific custom shirts you guys want to you guys need to be made want to be made like you know the family barbecue for the office party for whatever you got going on in your life these guys got you they, they have great prices they do great work top tier stuff man really have, they have some really awesome stuff their last um, limited edition drops rules for Halloween was awesome awesome stuff man it's really great limited edition t-shirts and hoodies they they had on there and i have a little bit of the inside scoop with these guys so i know i know some of the newer stuff that's gonna be coming out soon hector get ready there's some really good stuff they got coming i'm not gonna say what it is okay i ain't gonna say i ain't gonna hint at it all i'm gonna say is that these guys have some amazing stuff gonna coming out soon so get ready guys get ready to cop that stuff because Man, if you miss out, you're gonna you're gonna miss out forever. Cause these guys, they when they say limited edition, limited run, they mean it, man. And I've seen I've seen some of the stuff they are coming up. It's some really really great stuff. So three up prints, go check them out, man. They're on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. They have some awesome stuff, man. Go check them out. And um, shout out to y'all, shout out to the listeners, and thank you, Hector. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> what a great presidential goodbye that you just gave <laughs> there. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely shout out to everybody else out there in the uh, the Bento Boxcast realm. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this very, very delicious episode of the Bento Boxcast. You guys got your your bentos ready and are excited for the next one next week. Uh, that being said, as a reminder, we will be going back to Friday uploads. This last one was a Sunday upload, and it was a one and done. Uh, you never know; we might do like some special sometime later we're, we're experimenting you exactly. know what I'm saying? we're trying to we're still trying to figure things out here 
we're still young, man. We're learning, you know? Right, right. Um, but that being said, guys, definitely if you want to get in contact with us, like I said before, all the links in the description down below are great ways to do it. If you're trying to listen to us on the go, you can do so via anchor.com slash boxcast. If not, like I said, click the link down below. And as well, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anything associated with Anchor. You can also contact us on Twitter via Bento Boxcast and Rafa and myself at our personal Twitters, which will be linked down below. And I mean, yeah, you just have so many options to get in contact with us, tag us, put us in different stuff, and let us know what you want us to talk about. If you have any suggestions for topics, definitely put them down below in the Discord or anywhere else. And lastly, and not least, check out my twitch.tv slash ultra underscore vmen stream. I stream a wide variety of games. At this point, it's kind of nutty. Uh, we have Cold War, Call of Duty Cold War. We have uh, Valorant. We have uh, Smite. We have Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I literally just got Assassin's Creed Valhalla today. Uh, there, there's a ton of stuff that we can be gaming on there. And so definitely can't wait to see you guys there. Um, we are very, very close to hitting affiliate. So I'm super excited about that. And yeah, once again, just thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. Rafa, did I forget anything? Uh, no, man. It sounds like that's pretty much it. Freaking lit. We'll catch you guys later. Goodbye. See ya.